0: You're listening to the Alex Perez Podcast. Hell yeah, we're allowed to swear, bro. What's up? What's happening, everyone? Titty fucking? Uh, (laughs) ass, Ass titties. At there, no. What are you guys? guys, Let me ask you. Are you guys? Are you
1: guys titty guys, ass guys? What? I'm what? What are you? uh, It depends. Don't give me
2: that bullshit that you like everything. No, 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 no. It depends. It depends because there's like certain women I look at. Of course, it depends. uh, Like there's certain women where their titties are just so nice that like that is the only reason I'm with them. And then there's like my girl who just has her ass that just oh god just. Ah! Apple apple Bottom Dude it's just so big Apple Bottom jeans She has a fucking shelf I just stick my drink On that bitch I'm Just, bah! How you doing I, baby I th-
1: Here's my theory On that Like I'm married right And that's not gonna Affect anything That I say Cause I'd say this In front of my <laughs> wife She's cool <laughs> as shit Here's the thing though My theory Like my wife has huge Breasts right And a lot of that Is because of the kids She had and everything she doesn't have any ass, so I love, I appreciate a good ass when I see oh, one, because I don't yeah. get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my theory is, like, whatever you generally have a lot of, you kind of grow sick of it. So, you know, like a guy, you know, you have, uh,
2: your, your girlfriend's got a great ass.
1: Yeah. Do you ever just crave a big, juicy, just great pair of tits? <sighs> it's kind of like an X-rated podcast. I'm
2: going to be 100% guess. honest. No, I don't, right. I, I don't sit there and crave big titties and nice titties. Do you ever feel your own, just uh yeah because that's what i have mine for no i love my girl's titty she has like the, sometimes i feel mine and i'm she, like god damn she is the nicest mine are like set kind of the if we all she went is, to prison you'd be raped first why do i look like the pretty weak because you're the prettiest, you are the prettiest and you're the smallest uh, that's why and honestly i would sell you for cigarettes you don't even smoke cigarettes. Yeah. no, but you I, I need Mike those would, for though, need start.
1: You need those for you, currency. You can't even smoke squares anymore in prison. Though. What in the state of Illinois? Yeah, why
2: the fuck are you trying to make prisoners it's terrible, healthy, man? You're uh, gonna stick them in prison
1: and then make them fucking healthy. It's not cool, either. Uh, there was a time when you could, but not anymore. You know what? It's, not anymore. It's, right? it's really gotten to a point in this country where now you can't even smoke in prisons or jails anymore. We need you know, the like, prisoners crazy, to be healthy. Man. Fuck that. Like, I'm a death row nigga. Like you know what's you oh, know yeah. what's fucked up, man? Is Go back and watch a super old movie, motherfuckers. Doctors walk around smoking in hospitals. Yeah, because it was cool back then. No, not yeah, only cool, no dude, one. Doctor smoking in a hospital. It was healthy. Here, but the thing. Okay, but okay, it's a doctor in a hospital. Listen, it should. It, you would think that at no time would people be that fucking dumb to think that this cigarette. And I know back then they didn't know it was right. Right, I get that, but smoking anything that lets off smoke is you know common sense will tell you that's not probably good and to walk around a hospital that just blows my mind dude right back in the day think
0: about how no the, one gave a shit
1: well they really didn't that, Gu- guys guys think no about back shit. in the day Life like explains. i was
2: watching old school movies i was fucking watching what's, Andrew- old, what's old school to you though uh, no, I'm talking about, like, fucking um, Clint Eastwood movies okay, so and shit that like that. Yeah. And then also, I was watching fucking Andrew Dice Clay. He, the man. The fucking... fucking hilarious. I, I love that dude. But it shows, like, a back... He was making a fucking... Nursery rhyme jokes.
1: <laughs> Nursery rhyme jokes. Georgie but he was, Porgy, <laughs> putting in pie, jacked off in his girlfriend's eye. And when that <laughs> eye was dry and shut, Georgie fucked that one-eyed slut.
2: Yeah. Oh! oh. But, the, no, no, he's sitting there talking about fucking... Uh, I still remember that. Asians and people like that. He's just like, the fucking... Sm- Smell. Like okay. I mean, I'm just thinking to myself, like, dude, you cannot say half of this shit yeah, today. Like, that's I'm what in, I was about to say. Like, right I'm now, in as comedy, a comedian, I can't though? say shit. I don't know. I think, I, mm, I as, think a comedian, as a comedian, I think you it, have you yeah. have
1: more leniency. No, yeah, you do. To an you extent, have that, you have bit. that guise of, oh, I'm a comedian. You know, I nah, nah. Because p- then you get that fucking still, blogger. Well, you, yeah, oh, you get that fucking Well, here's the thing: I'm not saying people don't get still upset at you. I know they do, but you definitely listen. If I go out right now and I go. Fucking Jews, fucking wetbacks, fucking niggers. People are gonna be like, dude, this guy's a crazy maniac. But if you go out there and you say the very same thing, but well, you do it with a smile on your face and, and you I'm say also a- black. Okay. Well, <laughs> now with, be- Oh wow. Uh, be, <laughs> being- not enough headroom on his. Yeah. But notwithstanding, here's the thing though. If you went out and said it and you and you said it with it you know your, your gregarious personality yeah. no one's gonna be that offended especially when they when they find out you're a comedian you know it's big I, difference bro big difference it is
2: a big difference also being a giant black dude helps me a lot in life I'm gonna be 100 percent honest for sure but Look, being can I be six- honest
1: with you when I see you I don't I don't think and I don't think this with most people but I don't think like giant black guy when I see you.
2: Do you? Well, no one says it like that Like they're coming But you giant, you? Black oh, God. giant black
0: guy <laughs> No really Do you, you
1: um, see a giant black guy When you see him?
2: When I met him yes but Really? Uh, see,
1: <laughs> I, it it takes so you get to yeah. know me man okay, yeah, Do but, you know the movie With The to... Rock And Chris Hart When there's Big Fat Rock At the beginning Kevin That's Hart. who I thought yeah. This motherfucker was Okay No yeah, Big yeah. Fat Rock Do you remember yeah. from the movie When he's a big fat kid And then he, One that uh, came out Not too long ago sure, And then he I'm, joins Like the Secret Service And then comes back You know that was I thought you were Samoan That was me Honestly, yeah, you, don't, b- look, you no, don't look. You don't look. No, I like. don't. Look Simone, I, I don't. You
2: know what? Honestly, which is uh, awesome. I've always wanted
1: to be Samoan. It, it, great overrated. wrestlers. It's great overrated. fucking wrestlers. You're great athletes in general. <laughs> oh, they make oh,
2: over, too. overrated. Oh yeah. Uh, no, I wish I was overrated. 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 Yeah. <laughs> being Samoans, the, the fucking, overrated. Yeah. I wish I was fucking Samoan. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. No, dude. I I get a lot of leeway just from fucking. You know what? I found out, like, just being me, like, I get a lot of fucking leeway. Even before I was a comic, man. I was just one Why? of those dudes who just—I don't know. I got to—I got away with a lot of bullshit because well, you have a personality. I think it you was have a
1: personality when you say things. You yeah. don't—you don't say that. You don't say them maliciously.
2: Even or, though I am, you know? like, I would get mad and I would say shit about people to their fucking face. I remember in high school, I used to fucking rant all the time in the fucking hallways when there was like a group of fucking people in front of me, and I'm trying to get to where I'm going. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I wish you were all fucking dead die you freshman pieces of shit stop talking you are a waste of space and people are just laughing like this is apollo this is what he's doing i'm like no exactly. again it goes I back to what i hate you, yeah. you no know, this is before i was a comic yeah but, yeah, but either but way still, you have a different personality yeah it's, it's, just, like, it's yeah. just like it's just like all
1: you, and, and again i don't believe you choose to become things you were always a comedian you know? i get maybe so maybe and, and and if i go if i go in that same yeah. stairwell and i go Get the fuck out of my way, you motherfucking freshman!
0: <laughs> I'm probably gonna catch a book in the face dude, or something, you know? They're just like this is <laughs> a same fucking reaction. dick. Me, Mainly because like, he sounded like a
2: teacher I, I too. I honestly, like, I also would yo, like go, go, up Struth, to <laughs> would go up to girls. I would go out to girls and like fucking grab hey. their titties and grab a them and shit like that. Oh, okay. And they're just like, oh, that's Apollo. What? You know, they would laugh. Like, I remember walking in with girls and well, going, that's polo, honk, that's Apollo."
0: That's Apollo privilege the right there. Yeah, the, dude.
2: I honestly the, fucking, yeah, I'm, yeah, shocked. I'm shocked. I'm yeah. shocked the Me Too movement hasn't come out about my black ass. <laughs> like, I honestly would like, I think I was overly aggressive with some females back yeah, in Yeah, I'd day. say so. Grabbing titties, random yeah, titties. Yeah, I mean, Speaking, I, they I weren't know. random. Speaking, know, Speaking of grabbing titties, though, you know, We kind of had a date night, right? Dude, our fucking first time deciding to do some shit together, like working together, was like a fucking. It felt kind of like a booty call. Like, you ever (laughs) seen the movie Booty Call? It like (laughs) felt like that on how it all happened. Like, and he didn't like call me, he texted me. Uh huh. And it was on Facebook. Like, it was on Facebook. Like, it just, I I felt slightly dirty. He's, so he's, he's like, idiot. he's like, you want to come over and smoke a bit? I got some ideas. I'm like, uh I don't get off work till eight thirty. He's like, you can come over right at nine. <laughs> Everybody's asleep. What? <laughs> I don't, I don't remember
1: how. I don't remember that. But yeah, I did text him. I earlier. didn't say that. I didn't well. say that. I said bring <laughs> over some flowers and beer. Because well, no, all right, I wanted. I was doing a different uh, MMA radio show, right? I was doing. Yeah. Uh, the, what was I doing? It was a Friday morning cage fight and. You know, it was a good show, but it just wasn't going anywhere, and I didn't feel like uh, the people involved with it were putting any effort in, and I just needed to change. And the problem is, man, uh, you know, I do a lot of work. I talk to a lot of fighters, but the the thing is there's not many people around this area that know a lot about mixed martial arts and that have a good personality or that would even want to do a podcast type thing. So, enter Apollo. I know him from school. Uh, he was in a couple classes after us. But, you know, we've met a few times in the hall. We've talked. Yeah. And we're friends on Facebook. So I was like, you know, let me just send him a text uh, through Facebook, a message, and throw it out there, you know, and see what he says. And uh, through Messenger, man, I just messaged him at like six at, at night. It was sometime during the day. And I, I, we, keep in mind, I mean, we've never really talked about doing a show. No. And I just messaged him like, hey, you know, I have a couple ideas in, in terms of, uh, you know, some ideas for an MMA show. I want to do like a podcast. You know, could you come over or could we meet up in a couple of days to kind of talk about these ideas? And that was really it. Motherfucker messages me back like a couple minutes later, like, I can come over tonight. I'm like, Shh, okay.
2: <laughs>
1: so <laughs> he an was eager over. whore. So, yeah, you know, he, he came over, man. We uh, we smoked a lot and uh, we chilled and we talked and we we're all totally on board with it. And it came time to, you know, it all came so quick. Boom, boom, boom. We we're bouncing ideas off each other. It was really cool. And we we're trying to figure out a name. And um, you know we threw a couple things out there, and then Apollo goes, "Did you see that shit?" And I was like, "I'm like, oh, wait, what do you mean?" You know. And he's like, "Well, think about it. You know, like if if you're watching like a fight or any sports thing, and something crazy happens, what do you? What's the first thing you say?" He's like, "Did you see that shit?" I'm like, "Okay, yeah. You know, great point. You know, it's I really like dig the name." So we kind of went from there. I went the very next day, created uh, the original logo. For Which our there's show. a
0: whole story behind the logo. We'll get to it in, in a second. That. Yeah.
1: that was the original logo. Yeah. Uh, created that the very next day. We got some things going and boom, we're up. Here's the thing to make a long story short. And I should have known better because, you know, I've done the Reality Roundhouse podcast and I've done this before. This isn't my first rodeo. I should have known better, but I was caught up in everything. And uh, as you can see, the original logo said shit. So iTunes rejected me because of profanity. Okay, I thought they might, right? Kind of thought they might. No one else did, though. Keep in mind, no one else did. Stitcher, Google Play, I got, you know, we're all good. So uh, I changed the logo to a star, star, star with a uh, exclamation point and question mark and to replace the word shit. iTunes gets back to me. No self-censoring. Okay, so I changed. That's what the logo looked like then. So I changed it yet again now. Uh, basically, I just took that whole line away, moved up the MMA podcast, and that's it now. And I submitted it to iTunes, and hopefully, I hear back from them today or tomorrow. And we are, we will be live. Yeah. Just a matter of hopefully by the end of the week. Thank you. But you could still find us everywhere else. Uh, you know, did you see that YouTube, Stitcher, Fuck Google yeah. Play, and then of course on all the social media. It's just did you see that shit Search me, a.k.a. Strauss21. Search Apollo Taj Mahal, Chicago's number one underground comedian. God damn it.
0: Yes. uh, No. He's a comedian. I hope you guys
2: got the gist of it by now. This shit. All right. By the way, I didn't fucking know about this shit. I didn't approve (laughs) any of our opener on our fucking podcast. I'm listening to shit in the car. And I'm driving and I'm like, I gotta listen to our podcast. I'm so fucking proud of myself. I'm like, <laughs> we we make good ass shit from the get-go. It's really hard to find yeah. someone you have chemistry with that you can make good shit with. Like yeah, good I, I fucking like content. I think it's good. Yeah. I enjoy so, the show. so fucking I go and I listen to it, and it starts off with our theme, which is pretty dope, you know. Uh Cageside Press, aka Strauss, and Chicago's number one underground comic. Comedian. Comedian. Apollo Taj
1: Mahal. What? Well, because what? when I was when I was making it, if I would have but, said this, yeah. if I would have just said, Hey, you know, uh, Mike Strauss, Cage Side Press, Mike Strauss, a.k.a. Strauss 21 and Taj Mahal. And Apollo Taj Mahal. No, it doesn't sound. So I needed to be. You know, yeah. I needed I got, to introduce I got, you. I got it. But then. This doesn't have the same ring to it. And comedian
2: Apollo Taj Mahal. Yeah. Oh, it sounds I, I, way better to say. Number one underground comic. And I just, when I heard that, that shit. sounds good. I went. I'm going to get so much shit from this. And guess what? My phone, I sent it out to my friends without listening to it first, by the way. Okay. Sent it out to my friends mistake without listening to this shit. But yeah, mistake I, I just one. I was just like, blast, cool. I could have been like, Apollo sucks penis. Yeah, he could have <laughs> said fucking anything. <laughs> and I didn't know. And, and it, you know what? It's because I fucking trust him. It's, it's a trust. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, too. it's fucking yeah, trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I go do a show the next day and my friend comes and introduces me on the fucking thing. and goes... Oh, and apparently Chicago's number one co- underground comic, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, this, this, is <laughs> like, yeah, this is gonna be a thing. Like,
0: this is gonna be. Comics around.
2: are not nice. We're not nice people. Like, I can go through some of my group chats with some of my friends. Who are, who are
1: fellow com- No, it's not about jealousy. No, they're we're- jealous because they don't have a friend that gave them an awesome
2: name. Yeah, yeah, true. I. D- but we're fucking dicks to each other. Like we will say horrific things to each other just for the. Those shits, are friends, and, though. Yeah, yeah shits and giggles.
0: You guys do the same thing. Oh so. my god! It's like, like you if your
2: think. friend face plants. The yeah. first thing you do is laugh, <laughs> and then you ask. You friends. see, <laughs> you're laughing yeah, just you know? from the thought of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, but honestly, like I remember when I was promoting the shows, and like I would get all the comics together. I'm like, all right, so here's everything. You know, and it would be in a big group chat. It would be professional for about three texts, and then next thing I know, well, yeah. someone is getting talked about getting raped on stage with the microphone, mm-hmm. uh, showing their dick. Are we gonna get a keg? Well, you got And, and then, and then, I, and then they would take it up one more notch, and then they would all like three way call me in like three a.m. because I because I put in there this was a huge mistake. If you have any questions, contact me at any time, mm. and I'll be able to help you out. And they fucking would three-way call me at like three in the goddamn morning. Drunk call. (laughs) Just, we have questions about the show. And I'm like, what? You know, comics more than
1: maybe, uh, comics more so than any other profession or group of people, they have so much self-deprecation that they're morbid. And there's no way around that. Yeah, we're fucked up I am in a lot of ways, too. So that's I think that's why you kind of get that. But I think yeah. they mean
0: well.
2: I no, no. It's just
0: hysterical. Jealous, bro. No, no. We're What's up f- with you, though, bro? Yeah,
1: we're you talking about all about us. I feel, you know, what the fuck going on no. with you? Hey,
0: I brought you guys on so you can know, plug you yourself got, away. Why, man. Why does,
1: you got you got big things going on, too, man. I see you doing fucking awesome oh, for Oh, do yourself. the fucking
0: live stream? Of course. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you got yeah. to yeah. do all studio. this shit. Uh, You've been
1: having some interesting people, too. I've been listening, man. It's good. Yeah. Who's that girl you just had on?
0: Oh, she was... Dude, crazy story. Because, okay... I didn't even know her back in high school, but she's a year went younger, to the younger Same day. school. We went to the same school, right? Okay. And then she follows me on Twitter and I see that she starts fucking tweeting about like politics and shit like that. Yeah. And I'm like, she's younger than you. Yeah. Wow. Uh, well, a year younger. Um, and I'm like, oh shit. Well, she sounds like an interesting person to have mm-hmm. on. Right. And you know, this thing happened in Florida last and this week was before
1: you even knew she went to your school.
0: Uh, no i knew who she was i just didn't know that personally yeah gotcha yeah and then i i told her like hey do you want to be on the podcast sometime you know like that's yeah yeah like just to fucking talk i know you're you're very loud on twitter so you know if you want to be loud somewhere it's like here's the platform do it and she's like yeah fuck it i'll do it and then yeah so uh what what i did right In this podcast, what I feel I did right is that I opened it up to so many different people because it's not just fucking sports, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not just, you know, just me talking and there's a phone going off. It's Apollo's.
2: I thought that shit was on silent. It is on silent. I know who's calling me too. Definitely not mine.
0: Yeah, not, not mine either. It's my mom. Yeah, no, that's. Oh, cool. it, hey, if it's your mom, dude, it's. I'm not going to answer fine. it. Fuck that shit. <laughs> you she's going to
2: call. Listen, I have the blackest white mom you'll ever meet in your entire life. <laughs> Fuck what, that shit.
0: What's that supposed to mean? The blackest white so mom? So, you,
2: you know, like the classic, I apologize, Like yeah. the Cosby mom. No, no, no. The classic black mom that throws vacuum cleaners at fucking people. That's my white ass mom. Oh, so your mom's white. Mm, she acts black. Dude, God. only when she's mad, though. Oh. Only when she's mad. I seen her beat a man with a soap dispenser. Okay, she scares the shit out of me. Mm. I love my mom, but she, she, she she's just, she's a weird one. You, about the podcast, yeah, yeah. yeah so, continue. You know,
1: I, I like that you did that. I did that too with the first one. I did the reality roundhouse. It was uh, open to everybody. Kind of became like a, a conspiracy kind of thing. But I opened it up to everybody too. Uh, that's really on hold or pause for now because I've uh, dedicated all my time to mixed martial arts and the did you see that shit podcast? But Dude I'm glad you're doing this I think it's really good And my sister actually Who was a guest on my show a couple times um, Well I have two sisters But the one in particular She was actually just She was like man I wish you still had your fucking podcast Or so many things And she's very opinionated and very yeah. smart We should uh, bring her on here I yeah. think she'd have a ton of good shit to say
0: Open oh, yeah. doors bro mm-hmm. Open doors um, I mean I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm
2: digging it dude I, I, I started listening to a few of your shit That you had before I got on here But yeah yeah fucking good shit and now you're I, on yeah no, I, I made it yeah you it's, made it's it a lot, it's a lot better having
1: uh conversations with people face to face it's so much more easier it's better easier yeah expressions no
0: structure at all it's just pretty mm-hmm. much i you know just me talking shit you guys yeah. talking shit that's how it that that's, how it that's really be. what i wanted to do since the beginning but i just didn't know how to do it and then i'm very vocal about this i've been watching joe rogan quite a lot these last few months and just watching him and learning a lot from him i don't want to copy exactly what he does Mm -hmm. but i just inspire myself a lot from what he does he's a very active man so you know he does a lot of shit dude mm
2: that dude fucking does a ridiculous amount Mm -hmm. he's a dope ass fucking dude though yeah he's inspired a
1: lot of people he's fired uh millions of shitty comedians too
2: that's you know we have this disagreement all the time about this He dislikes... I feel like you're more of a purist than I am about fucking comedy.
1: Oh, I'm probably... Yeah,
2: you're way more of a purist than I am.
1: He feels... For a long time, I wanted to be a comedian, too. It's something that I might eventually give a a run at. But here's the thing, man. Do it. Fucking do it. Going back to Rogan is... He's awesome. I've been a fucking... Listen, dude, I've been a Joe Rogan fan since the early 90s. So, you know, it goes deep with me. But here's the thing about Rogan, man, is... And I love him, and I love his podcast. It's great. I haven't been listening to his regular one as much as I have the MMA lately, but I still listen to it. I just feel that with some, and of course you're going to, he's going to bring his friends up with him. I get yeah. that. I respect that. But listen, all of my friends are good people too, right? But not yeah. all of them are comedians. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, you know, when I make it, I'm going to bring people with me too, but I'm going to put them where they can excel. Okay? Okay. Not all my friends are cut out to be comedians, so I'm not going to inspire them to do that yeah. as I am. And I feel like sometimes like Bert Kreischer, he's a great storyteller. Fucking great comic, dude.
2: <laughs> with with his style. There's styles to comedy. He's a good
1: storyteller. Right? I wouldn't say he's a good
2: comic. Dude. Uh, yeah. You know. So the thing with comedy in, in in George Carlin was a
1: great comedian. Yes. <laughs> so the thing with comedy in a lot of people not so
2: great. So a lot of people don't understand is that there's different styles to this shit. Of course. Like one yeah. of my favorite, Christopher Titus, his style is it, a lot of people can consider not comedy. It's fucking this monologue style with, uh, oh, sprin- is good. with sprinkles of jokes. Burt Kreischer, I listened to his Showtime. Uh, I, I watched a Showtime stand up hour and it was fucking. The Machine? Yeah. Machine. It was fucking great. And even his older one. And he's more of a storyteller. And there's a lot of storytellers out there. Kevin, you know, Hart's, people Kevin don't, Hart's more of a storyteller. People don't know who Burt Kreischer
1: is. He was the inspiration for the movie Van Wilder. Correct. That dude is fucking dope. That's the. Uh, a long time ago, the um, Rolling Stone magazine wrote. I'm sorry, Playboy wrote uh, an article in. There was an article in Playboy about this dude in the early 90s that was a yeah. Florida State partier who has been to school for like nine years. His name was Bert Prisher. He was, the article branded him as the number one party dude in the, in the country. They saw that and they made a movie out of it. And they called it Van Wilder. And that is based on Burt Kreischer's life. Yeah, so it's fucking dope. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. I he's like awesome, him, but
2: I don't think he's a good comedian. I think he's a great comedian. I think he's a great
1: podcaster. I think he's entertaining as fuck. I think but for you to say a comedian, that's where I
2: draw the line because well, you're not. If you not look clever, if you look at his his style, it's storytelling. And to be able to tell a story in a joke format is very difficult because my style is very storyteller. Anybody
1: could tell a story that's funny. It doesn't make you no, no.
2: a comedian. But for you to get on stage in the way he, the format, he does it. Like for me, you know, and this is coming from someone who, who has to format fucking stories and figure out how to put them into jokes. Mm-hmm he has a punchline he does the you know the setup and the punchline and he does it in a way in um it's a storyteller format which is yeah but which his is stories are
1: inherently funny he doesn't need to craft a middle and an end because listen if my if, the, if i was going to tell you a story and the story was i got butt naked and jerked off on people i don't need to set that up because that shit's funny his stories are inherently funny he doesn't need to craft a middle and an end because his stories are fucking hilarious already yeah you see what i'm saying there, there's, does that make sense to you? To it ex- does make sense to an extent. Yeah. That's yes. Exactly, Burt Kreischer. But to be yeah. able
2: to still write those down and craft a to joke, remember to remember what you actually
1: experienced. Oh, you're a good comedian. No, we just disagree on that.
2: Yeah, right? no, we disagree. And now he also disagrees. So I always feel that um, comedy, stand up comedy, do whatever the fuck you want. Because sure. honestly, you'll get weeded out if you're not good. You will get weeded Carlos out. Carlos Mencia. Carlos I, Mencina, I was so glad. Dane Cook. Ugh. Oh, I couldn't stand
1: either of those guys. So, Thank you. So, 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 so you get... <laughs> terrible they, comedians. They
2: might make money. Like, uh, uh, we were talking about Brendan Schaub. I was about day. to. We fucking were talking about Brendan Schaub. I've actually seen Brendan Schaub stand up. It's not so terrible. He's very young in the game. So I want to see what he's like. why did he get into the game? He got into the game because he found Because a Joe Rogan told him to. No, it was actually because of Brian Callan. When they were doing their live shows, oh, Brian Callum was dude, having them do it.
1: I've heard it with my own ears. I've heard it. I can't
2: tell you what episode, but go Google it. Oh, yeah. He tells all his friends to do it.
1: You because You could find the episode happened. where he's telling Brandon Schaub, you should do this, bro. You but can do this. You're up, a funny guy. Stand up takes. Like <laughs> this, Brandon is- Schaub is a great MMA analyst. I love his Big Brown breakdown. I think he yeah. is good at doing that. You're not a fucking kid, and it's okay. You don't need to do everything that your idol Joe Rogan does. If you know what I mean? I, sure, I, if he wants to. Sure. So if the, I want to snap a dick to my head and call myself Don Juan DeMarco, <laughs> I'm gonna do it. But, but is this it probably is the, the best thing for me to do?
2: Probably this not. This is the misconception that com that comics are automatically good. No, who's saying it, that? It, it's Brendan Schaub is so young in comedy. We have no clue what he's going to be like in ten years. Uh, the perfect example is Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. That's a
1: bad example. No, this is a
2: good example. No, no, it is not. Charlie Murphy was a horrible stand-up comic when he first started. Charlie Murphy Whole, wasn't.
1: Do you understand that Charlie Murphy never did stand-up comedian? He never did stand-up comedy until after he got the, famous. After the Chappelle Show. So did Charlie you know that Murphy he was only doing stand-up comedy for five years, and he died. Do you know, I know, I know. do you know that he, he didn't start off in small club rooms? Do you know that Charlie Murphy brought to main main selling out stadiums? Yes. So where exactly did he
2: start out shitty? He started out shitty the <laughs> You don't the know bench. what you're talking about, Yes, homie. I do, because when he first started, I thought he was terrible. Dude, Charlie Murphy started on the Chappelle show. He wasn't yes. doing stand-up before that. I understand that. After the Chappelle show, he went on the road with Donnell Rollins. Donnell. No, he. Listen, yes, he did. Charlie
1: Murphy went from
2: the Chappelle Show
1: to selling out, headlining. He he was on the Rogan podcast talking about this. Apollo. Yes.
2: This isn't me. This is him saying it's so, to Joe Rogan. Bro. Charlie Murphy. What the fuck? When Charlie Mur- don't make shit up to prove a point. Bro. I'm not making wrong. Guy sh- to do it against.
1: Go. Don't. We're, we're live, homie. Let's Dude, go. So Charlie I ain't Murphy. lying. So this shit, this shit's
2: coming so, off my dome because I'm telling the truth. Hold up, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not he, no, he, I know I'm right. I could I'll pull up the motherfucking episode. He tells you. So Charlie Murphy, I mean, I'm me to do it. Do it. So when Charlie Tell Murphy, me. I'm, Bad example. Hold up. Just because you're selling out stadiums does that mean you're good at stand up? <laughs> um yeah, and his stand up was good from day one. No, cuz I remember his first special when I watched it, it wasn't that great. It really wasn't. Like it, the skill level in the stand up wasn't that great to me. But then I saw him live, at the get down, at uh, the get down with uh, uh, Cedric the Entertainer, mm-hmm. Eddie Griffin, and he opened up the show. He was so fucking good. Like he was one of the best dudes on that show. He, and was, that's he what was the G- killer.
1: I'm so and i that's, so bummed when he. Died.
2: And that and that's George Lopez. Now George Lopez is great. And that's He's but a, that very good. Come I on. thought he was the best with D. L. Hughley, a very Eddie underrated. Griffin. Very he- underrated with DL Hughley, Eddie Griffin. I know so, a lot about comedy. So, <laughs> w- uh, all right. So here's the thing. You're right. He started off. He was selling out shows. Yeah, I, I, I did. I didn't deny that. So I didn't deny that. So you got angry at me for me okay. not but denying well, it. But, well, no, well, no, no. What were we just talking about before the show? I wasn't. I, that well, wasn't well, even hold, me up, hold, hold up. No, no. I'm just passionate. You got we're passionate good. I know. We're you no got angry. So you got passionate about me agreeing with you. I'm. We, this is where we disagree. <laughs> when Charlie Murphy first started out in stand-up, mm-hmm. there were things he was missing. Oh, there's a timing thing. There's a skill thing that he doesn't have. For sure. There There's something that you gain over time. Of course, with that, any profession. Exactly. Yeah. So when his first special hit, he was only two years into stand-up, mm-hmm. and it was not good. It was only, I think it was an hour. So what are you arguing? Here? Uh, what I'm arguing is Charlie... I
1: totally agree that so, people get better with so, the craft. So
2: my argument is with Brendan Chavez... We're seeing He's what, he gonna is, get better. what he is now. Yeah. What is he going to be in 10 years? So stand-up. Yeah, uh, and be Joe better. Rogan, Chris Rock even said this about Joe Rogan, and Neil Brennan brought it I up. I know what you're going to say already, because yeah, Ro- I watched that Yeah, episode. Joe Rogan is a guy who he willed, willed himself, himself to be in, a good comic. Right. Joe Rogan admits he wasn't a good comic at first. Right. I admit I was one of the lucky... Just, it's, it's so subjective, though, right? It is very subjective. It, comedy, it, comedy, is is, very comedy, subjective. comedy is a subjective thing, because... There's no when, right or wrong. Yeah, because I will. To you is, I will say this, and a lot of people get like think I'm crazy. I, I think, think you're funny. I think Bill Burr is one of the best comics out there.
1: I think he's a he's a very clever with his writing. I think Bill Burr is one of the best. I'm I'm and unusual. I, I should probably just preface because I'm unusual with like with comedy and movies and yeah. music. I am very um, I'm passionate and I, I don't like this whole Black Panther thing. I'll bring up. Okay, people and I haven't seen the movie, but people are. And it very well might be a fantastic movie, but people are getting on board with this movie for the wrong reasons. Yeah. You know, like, there's nothing to do with black people. white. Listen, if it's a good movie, it's a good movie. It doesn't... Well, we're just sick of... our people being portrayed as... In certain movies, your people are portrayed like that. In certain movies, white people are portrayed like slave owners. What is your point? You know, like, a movie is good regardless, right? So... People are getting on board with that the wrong way. My point is, I even when I'm watching shows, I am very critical of the writing, not yeah. just the acting. People think some people are great actors. I think they're dog shit because, well, they're not good, you know? Yeah. I do this really weird thing. It's called thinking, and I like to form my own opinion. <laughs> okay? So, I um, yeah, I don't take things on. I, I, you know, I do my own research. I don't just because everybody's saying one thing, it might be true, but I'm going to look into it myself and, and yeah. see if I agree. No, no. So like like Nicholas Cage, terrible actor. People think he's great. What the fuck do they see? Yeah, I don't get
2: necessarily, it. necessarily is you he know? a bad actor? I don't know. Terrible. What what I will say, he's made some horrible fucking choices yeah. in movies. Yeah. Like that motherfucker showed up to the set, which is like, where's my fucking check? Like let's yeah. let's do. This. I'm super critical. And, and
0: that's yeah. a problem in, the, in any profession. Uh, yeah, if you just show it's up about for the choices. check, mm-hmm. dude. What the fuck so, are you doing? So so
2: I also wonder this about Burt. Mm-hmm. Because Burt was on... Great, uh, right. Oh, uh, I'm no, sorry. Burt, I thought you said. Bert, No, Bert Kreischer. Mm-hmm. He did the Travel Channel for so long. Yeah, Bert the Conqueror, right? And he always talked about how it took away from his stand-up. is mm-hmm. Like, if we really look at stand-up years and how much time he's really putting in, mm-hmm. he's really young. Like, he's... Yeah. He's really... Like, I'm crazy young. I'm three years into the game. Mm-hmm. and wow. and yeah. And he's maybe i would say in the amount of time he's actually been able to do stand up mm-hmm. he's maybe 5 years yeah don't know no. he's maybe 5 years don't get me wrong man. it like, takes like 10 years 10 years to really find who you are I don't know if in stand
1: up they say there's a there's a 10,000 hour rule with yeah there's a 10,000 in and, and,
2: and you can and i can honestly say bert has not done 10,000 hours no, no, i don't think so quite yet but but what i'm trying to say about uh, what i want to say about is bert kreischer is
1: this is i don't think he'll ever be that great comedian that you no, seem to think he'll no. be in ten years, but what I do think Burt Kreischer is—he is a very talented storyteller. He's a very hilarious storyteller. He's got a fantastic personality, and I think people would listen to people would listen to his podcast in droves because he's entertaining. Now you don't need to parlay that into a stand-up career because if it's if it's if it just isn't meant to be, it just isn't meant to be. No, and I don't even think he'll have a stand-up career in eight years. I because think he will. No, I think he's going to be doing his other, his things that he's good at, because as you said, they'll get weeded out. They'll and get he, weeded he's, out. He's on the scale of comedians. He's more on the Dane Cook Side of I'm not going to put
2: them there. Dane Cook stole jokes. I absolutely uh, think Bert Kreischer
1: is better than Dane Cook. Stealing so, jokes is the worst so, thing you could do. That's so why I there's, so there's stopped headliners. like Amy Schumer recently oh, because of her. She was never a headliner, though. There, there's no.
2: levels to this. Well, she did yeah. have specials. It's but, fair to just point out. Just because you have a special does not. So there's guys but out she's there. She's a joke thief. That's why I can't spot her now. So there's guys out there that you see immediately and you're like, that's a fucking headliner. Like, there's features, there's openers, there's hosts. Mm-hmm. Steve Harvey was a great host. Fair. I agree. Steve Harvey was a great host, but he could never compare to Bernie Mac. No. He, uh, D.L. You're Hughley right, right is a that. great comic. Couldn't compare to Bernie Mac. No, Bernie so, Mac so would
1: just drop him. Dead. So
2: there's fucking levels to this shit. It goes mm-hmm. into MMA, boxing, everything. There's, there's levels, levels to, to yeah. this fucking game. And if you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, you've heard that a couple times. Yeah, there's fucking levels to this fucking game. You got the fucking, yeah. you got the Dave Chappelle's, the Chris Rocks, the Bernie Max, you know, and then I agree with and you. Then, with the and then and then you go below that, and you can say. All right, Joe Rogan, the Bill Burrs, the, the those guys. And then you go a little bit fucking below that and you get the Tom Segura's, the Burt Kreishers, the Christian. I think, to, I think Tom, Tom Segura. Tom, Tom is
1: a contemporary with Rogan. Right he now. he uh, Stand his up skills special, wise, he his last special was great. Was great.
2: But he's getting there. But like there's levels. We watch to a year. lot of comedy. Now there's yeah, a dude out there right do. now. more than me. Yeah. I've always
1: been a fan of stand up. Oh, comedy. I'm a fucking I, I'm uh, a nerd. Dude, I was twelve years old listening to Joe Rogan stand up in New York. I remember I was downstairs in my mom's house and my mom would work the night shift as a nurse. Yeah. She'd come down, it was like eleven o'clock at night getting ready for work, right? And i am watching it and she's like, What are you watching? I'm I'm like twelve years old, man. And if you know how George Carlin is, yeah. And I'm like, It's George Carlin? She's like, oh, I don't know if you should be watching I'm like, he's really funny, Mom. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, he is. You're right. So my parents, thank God my parents were cool like that, because at a young age, I was yeah. exposed to, uh, you know, George Carlin. As a, yeah. And from there, dude, I was just, I didn't have YouTube, so I couldn't, like, go on those marathons. But anything I could do, I was I'm a, just
2: a I'm about to cause comedy. some controversy for anybody watching this. Eddie Murphy's Raw sucked. Ooh that's compared why? to delirious and here's why you think delirious was better yes and oh, here's why your mother got a wooden leg with a kickstand uh-huh. <laughs> now raw has oh. a lot of good talking bits it,
1: it, but when he's talking about Tyson, and yeah. the homo, how about when he's talking about the fags in the audience? He's like, I know it,
2: y'all be looking at my ass and it's leather like you want to fuck me. But that's <laughs> that's him relying on his old man. skills. Delirious was like years of him crafting something. Mm-hmm. Delirious was a beautiful- I wanna go, I'm going to watch those today. Watch them. Go you're baked. coming over tomorrow to record? We're going to get baked
1: and watch those.
2: Pop- fuck yeah. Those, man. Yeah, watch he, those. Cause Eddie he, Murphy was a fucking
1: killer. He wa- He day.
2: was. But Raw, you can tell he got too busy. Because his, yeah, his, his, his jokes were yeah. not the fucking same. It takes it, it's, a lot of time to write it's, jokes. It's like it's like a fucking fighter. Yeah.
1: Joe Rogan does a great job at explaining what kind of work goes into being a comic and yeah. how you take something and whittle it down. And he does
2: a good job I'm at really I'm bombing right that. now, by the way. I'm bombing because I'm doing all new shit. I'm bombing terribly. But Last that's, two shows I've done. That's a natural progression. No though. one has fucking laughed. And I'm just like. Oh, okay. And I record it, and I listen to it, and I'm and I'm figuring out why they're not laughing. I'm right. figuring out all this shit. What works, what doesn't. And I'm going through a really weird fucking thing right now. Like, um, w- we've talked a little bit. I just moved mm-hmm. in with my girl. I'm I'm now somehow a fucking stepdad. We're doing the podcast. We're we got doing the podcast. Yeah. I got I got ch- but it's like fucking. I'm fighting. I'm because I'm 23. I'm not old. Sometimes you can work too hard. Yeah, something. true. I, but I'm 23. Mm-hmm. So I'm in this weird phase right now of my life where. I'm fighting myself. Like, I don't want to grow up, but I don't want to be a kid anymore. And I You think, don't ever have to grow up if you don't want to. I no, don't, no, no, I don't no, understand
1: no. why people say that. No, no. It, I'm 37. It,
2: it's just... Yeah. <laughs> no, it's responsibilities. It's certain oh, things that yeah. like, I'm fighting against. You know, it's like I'm a stepdad now and yeah. I'm taking on this huge responsibility. F- and, f- and, and, and it's like... And I see it in my stand-up. The last two shows, man, they fucking showed something about myself that I realized that I wasn't having fucking fun up there. Mm. Like, and it, that's a big problem. Yeah, it's it, a it, huge problem. It, it, it's like I wasn't the twenty-year-old kid who started stand-up and acted like a fucking idiot on there, who mm. was throwing his body around and acting like a fucking joke. Are you a man. physical comic? To an extent some some jokes like need a Chris it. Chris Farley. No, 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 not because because my shit actually has substance, I was say I'm, substance a huge, I'm a huge i'm a huge chris harley fan but his jokes were he his was more of a
1: sketch comedy. yeah it
2: was his whole body mm-hmm. uh mine you I uh, honestly you can just listen to mine and then you get the gist but if you're in the crowd and you see what i'm doing on top of mm-hmm, it that helps. just adds a little bit to it let me
1: ask you uh what do you think of jim carrey as a stand-up different do you think he's good though because uh his sketch comedy is great right and and his acting is not even too bad in some of the funny movies that he's done but as a stand up he actually surprised me he was
2: better than i thought he there's would be there's pure stand up comics and then there's guys who can do stand up you're let right let me ask you this you're right
0: about that guys let me ask you this what makes a great stand up comedian ooh i could ooh
1: let, that's let me hard. go first because yeah. you probably have a longer answer i don't know what makes a great stand up comedian but i could tell you who i think is great mm. you know yeah. he could probably tell you what makes him great I think George Carlin was I think George Carlin and Richard Pryor were boom. I think Carlin was better than Pryor slightly. Those are my two favorite. That's what I think of as when I think the pinnacle of stand-up comedy.
2: But as far as what makes him great, I don't know. What do you think? So like I said, Raw was not as good as Delirious in my opinion. Eddie Murphy. And the biggest reason why is there's not as much substance. So substance to you. Substance and the ability to say what everybody in the room is thinking and yet everybody is laughing. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's some Joe Rogan said, and man, we're bringing him up quite a bit because he does so much. But Joe Rogan, uh, he had a joke that was beautifully said. He goes, if the lie is funnier than the truth. I'm telling the lie. I like to tell the truth, but if it's not funny, why the fuck am I going to say it? Mm-hmm. So it, it's... And then, um, Which the, goes back to why the, then there's you as a n- comedian could get away with saying a lot more. Correct. And then there's another thing with um, uh, Dave Chappelle. If you watch Dave Chappelle do his stand-up, what makes Dave Chappelle so great? Because it's different than what makes Chris Rock so great. It's true. Dave Chappelle is silly. He will have a very serious setup, and at the end, it's something ridiculous, something silly. Mm. So everybody laughs at it. Chris Rock, what makes him so funny? He just tells you the fucking truth. He's more in the mold of a yeah. George Carlin. Yes. He's just boom, right in your face. Mm-hmm. And I Pryor, don't give a I don't give a fuck. And Pryor and yeah. uh and what's his name? Uh, Chappelle, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Chappelle.
1: Yeah. More closely
2: are Yeah, because Pryor was just more silly. silly. <laughs> was silly. So it, it based upon because there's comics who are storytellers. Mm. What makes you a great storyteller comic? Well, if you can take and this is what we Timing. keep if we keep talking about Burt Kreischer. But you can go to Kevin Hart's old stuff. I'm not talking about his new stuff. He's gotten a little too cookie cutter. But his old stuff. What made him a great storyteller? Well, he took that and he made an actual bit out of it. Mm. When you can take a story... Don't just go up on fucking stage and tell a dumbass funny story. Yeah. yeah, that's funny to tell at the goddamn bar. But yeah, he was your a, boys. He was a good storyteller. Yeah. You know who I like better, though? Cat Williams. Cat
1: Williams. Yeah. One of, yeah. He, every time I fucking I watch... But he's not a storyteller. Stand, sober. He's not that a storyteller. Motherfucker has me in tears. He's he, hysterical, he but he's read, not a storyteller. He could
2: say the alphabet or read the phone book, yeah. and I'd pay him but to he's, do it. But he's different. He's he's, he's not a storyteller. He's more along the lines of Chris Rock. He tells it like it is, and he sees it. Ah, he's he's like a little everybody. He's, he's a little bit of everybody, he's silly but, as fuck
1: too. but he's not
2: <laughs> much of a storyteller. His private life is very fucking private. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't know much about I know
1: him. You he's know, a hilarious.
2: lot of people don't even know he's from Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know that. A lot of people don't know that, one special, that, he, that, he that he talks had, about. Yeah, it. It comes it, it, out. It, it, he's like, lot,
1: nigga, I'm from Cincinnati. A lot of people. First thing he says. A lot of
2: people don't even know he was. You know, he has he adopted seven kids. Nah. That's not very well known. That he he has no kids of his own. He adopted all. People know he smokes weed. No, everybody fucking knows that he did that in the beginning of, of a fucking special. But yeah, that makes you know, comedy is it's different for everybody, and it's so different. And then the writing process is always different. Yeah, um, that to I, me,
1: that's what separates, I guess, the the great ones is is preparation, the writing. You yeah. Know?
2: Well, Bill Burr doesn't write.
1: I mean, it's amazing. That's amazing. He, he doesn't. He doesn't keep
2: his fucking thing. I stopped carrying around a notebook. Hmm. I did. Interesting. Um, I actually. I well, you could my, use your phone nowadays. I use my phone for everything to record but, notes and. So, Different. I will fucking randomly rant off in my car about shit, and I'll just hit record on my phone. Like when I'm driving, I look fucking crazy. Like if you yeah, see me driving, I'm talking just, to I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> like uh, one joke just came out, uh, and, and this was a great bit was uh, me being a stepdad, and uh, my girl wants me to discipline our, our three year old, and I and I'm like, you know, I say something to her, and she walked away from me. Now, first thing going to come out of a dad's mouth is, get your ass over here, little motherfucker. Well, I said, get your ass over here. And I hear, don't swear at her. And then you hear me go, how the fuck do you parent a kid without swearing at it?
0: <laughs> and, and but it, but it's it your step fuck, kid. It's, it's, it's yeah. fucking
2: true, though. Yeah, like, no, I it, don't it, ever true, yeah. remember a time I did something wrong. I didn't hear, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, times
1: have definitely changed.
2: Yeah, like how the fuck yeah. do you parent children without You're a fucking dad. How do you parent your child without swearing at it? Um, well, when know. you're mad, like you're disciplining I'm, it.
1: I am totally different than I'm a lot of parents, it. you know, because uh I don't censor my mouth yeah. at all around yeah. my kids. So you fucking shouldn't. I'm tired of that shit. You know, I was actually even against lying to my kids about Santa Claus, but I bit the bullet, and I did, and you know, my daughter knows, but my son still doesn't. Um, I, I guess I understand that lie for the goodness of the kids. Um, but I'm totally against uh, I don't censor who the fuck I am. There's certain parts of my life my kids don't need to know about right now, but when they get older, if they ask, I'll, I'll tell them when when they're old enough. but um, I don't censor my mouth. So when it comes to me disciplining them, do I swear sometimes? You know, Honestly, sure.
0: I feel like if you swear around your kids or around just any child, I feel like you might even be able to create a more close relationship because yeah. there's more trust.
2: There, Me and my there has to be more fucking homies. Like, yeah, we hang out like so. We get ready in the morning. I take her to school in the morning, and and, mm-hmm. I, and I'm getting ready. I'm like, "You good?" She's like, "I'm good." Mm-hmm. Like we just we're we're close. And, there you go. Yeah. And when I and when it's gotten to the point where you need to discipline your kid, she's not listening. They're not doing what they're supposed to be. When I say get your little ass over here, she gets over there and mm-hmm. I have a conversation with her. Mm-hmm. And she gets scared from there. I'm like, you know, I don't want to have to spank you. I don't want to have to yell at you. I don't want to have to put you in time. I don't want to do any of that. So why are you making this difficult? And she, she just goes, I'm sorry. And like, so that's like the thing with parenting. And a lot of people don't fucking understand is, when you start fucking babying your damn kid, it's when you create these fucking soft ass little bitches well, it, out that, there. It gets harder as they get older, for sure. We live in a world of bitch ass niggas. Like I,
1: <laughs> I don't like I said, I don't censor my my language, and when I get mad, you know, occasionally I I will swear, you know, because it just don't the way call I speak, don't call him normal, a, don't
2: call him but, a dumbass motherfucking yeah, bitch well, ass bitch. You know, that's no. something
1: different. But my kids now, my daughter's twelve, my son's six, and I don't even censor what they watch on YouTube. You know what they're not. The thing is, they're not watching. Like obviously, there's not like horrible things on YouTube anyway. But I don't censor what they're watching on YouTube. And occasionally, they watch things that have swear words in it. That's fine with me. I don't care. You know what? I'm gonna shield them from that. I am though. And my kids both know. My kids both know they're bad. They they know all bad words. They know what the bad words are. And they know they don't go say these at school. They don't say them around grandma. They know they understand that. But exactly. I, I, I yep. do hear them saying it to each other though. <laughs> I have been hearing this more like yeah. my, my six year old son. I just heard him the other day say to my daughter, fuck you, motherfucker. So I said, oh. so I, got mad. I said, Tristan, I said, dude, I heard you. He says, no, Madison's lying. That's his sister's name. I said, nobody heard you. I said, I said, I heard you. I said, you don't don't swear, you know, and I had to talk with him. But I I didn't even really care that he said the words. I, I cared that he said it to his sister, Yeah, you know, and. He knows they're bad, so he shouldn't have said them. But my kids don't, they don't walk around saying bad words. That was an anomaly. So, I don't know And Am I gonna shield him From the fucking world You shouldn't No No Man, like, like I don't believe you I should was do. The not, real world is
2: much so More different than We lived in a soft ass
1: society anyway So yeah. I don't need to make them even so softer
2: I was a fucking mixed kid In either a black really? neighbor, Yeah, yeah. I, I was you just woke up like that today I did the same So I was half black I'm half black half white And I was a mixed kid In either a black community Z-boy. Or a white community So either way I'm a fucking outsider Either way I was getting treated shit By like by people Unless you went to a community Full of mulattoes. There there are not many of us. Uh, (laughs) After Obama, they're getting a little more popular. You know, we're starting to pop a little bit, but Obama was a. He was mixed. Yeah, he's half black. I just fucking with you. He was dark. He was on the darker side, though. Yeah, but Drake is helping us out quite a bit. Okay, Drake. (laughs) Since you brought Drake
1: Drake up real quick, Drake. First off, I think his music's terrible. Second off, why do women think he's good looking? The man looks like a duck. It's not about what he looks like. Oddly enough, Drake is a male duck.
2: I'm gonna say I'm just saying. I'm just saying uh it's not and his music's terrible. I, I'm okay with his music. I like when he actually raps. Yeah, I that like bad. his music too. A, uh,
0: <laughs> this is why we're not Yo. allowed to have nice things.
1: Come on now, people. Get with me, people. You know I'm the people. I'm the people, people champ. Come on, I don't bro. think he's ever listened to a song. No, no. I'm
0: really starting yeah. to I wonder. I would play one right now, but I don't want to get We're not gonna no, get no, flagged guys, for like that. Obviously, that.
1: obviously, no one ever rapped like that. But my point is a lot of these guys, Drake included, they're not talented rappers guys sorry Ooh. they're really not they're really guys they're really not talented go back and listen to some talented rappers and listen to drake and then tell me that he's a, a he's point. A,
0: he also told me he didn't like kendrick lamar so i don't uh, like kendrick lamar either huh i i don't like kendrick lamar i think first of all i think words, his voice is annoying yes and he's, he's overrated as annoying. hell yeah i mean i i can listen to a couple of his songs well, go listen to some i I'll be I okay listen to Mobb Deep.
1: I listen to <laughs> Wu-Tang. I Herp listen to all these this motherfuckers. This is what's troubling. If you listen to Mob Deep, you listen to Wu-Tang, you listen to Pac, how could you say Drake's good? I mean, it just I do,
2: well, I like again, it. there's levels to this shit. Oh, I, yeah. Don't, yeah. I don't yeah, I don't that, I don't sit here there, and think Drake's that down. The, this is the this I mean, is the funniest could, yeah, shit. Could, like, yeah. It's like I, I I think it's you can't just love the top of the top. If you love hip-hop like how I do. I'm not a huge you're a hip, fan. If, no, I'm, I'm a, a hip-hop lover. fucking head. And I just love music in and- general. Yeah, me too. I but, still know more about I, hip-hop than most people, but yeah, I'm not a I, huge fan. But like I don't just love the top of the top. I love it all. And it's the same with basketball. Not everybody's fucking LeBron James. All right, you gotta have yeah. a. Re- Not everybody is Anderson Silva. Not everybody's yeah. fucking Stipe. That's like, true. if we start comparing everybody to this fucking top of the top, we're never gonna have the meat and potatoes. Yeah,
1: but my problem is when people are, are comparing those people to I, those people. So,
2: yeah, those people are fucking retarded.
1: Sorry. Well, those when, people are. When people come out and say, Kendrick Lamar is the dopest rapper ever, or people say, he's the dopest Drake, of this Drake generation. Drake is the, the fucking yes. best rapper. No, guys. Sorry, it's, it's so, not, not happening so Kendrick, ever, no. Ken- Kendrick is definitely a, the leader yeah.
2: of the new school. Kendrick is one of the leaders in the new he school. He can keep the new one, school. One of them. One of them. But you need the new school. You need to go on. You we might, can't, I don't we can't listen kids. to the same twenty-five greatest tracks of all time.
1: I'm not a big you music know? fan. And like when I'm writing certain articles, I'll have music on because yeah. uh, I prefer that. But I can't listen to like words when I'm when I'm writing. It's tough yeah. for me. Um, I listen to a lot of different
2: things, but. Uh, but we can't listen to the yeah. top twenty-five greatest of all time because even when Mob sure Deep was out, want, there were some yeah.
1: shitty rappers. If you listen to the radio, that's all you listen to anyway.
0: What do you guys think about Jay Cole?
1: Jay Cole's fucking dope. I'm not a fan.
0: I think me he's, either. I don't like Jay Cole yeah, either. I'm not a fan. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just I think, don't. I think I he's mean, better than Kendrick Lamar. I think he's. Y- uh, I'm sorry, yes. let me
1: re- i think he's more talented than Kendrick Lamar. But I'm not a fan. I think there's different yeah, forms either of hip hop.
2: Like if you really look yeah. Yeah. at there's it, different forms. Anything, everything, but if you look at it, because you, you, you got you got species Sh- of beetle, you got Big Sean, who I think is a better lyricist love than, Big a, Sean. than a lot of yeah. the, so a lot of G- than Kendrick and J Cole. But I think Kendrick, somebody sacrifices. That's yeah. a dope ass song. Yeah, I think Drake is a better hit maker. He makes hit songs. Yeah, because he's more mainstream, of, yep. and, and, and and then I feel he that with and, the and 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 the shit. You, this. I'm not comparing Kendrick to Tupac. What I am saying though is, it's kind of like Tupac and Biggie, where Biggie I felt was a better rapper just full-on rapper if you if you just go with an mc I think he had a better flow it had a better flow he was just a, he was an mc that's what biggie was tupac was an artist tupac i agree with that tupac took the Absolutely. whole landscape of everything mm-hmm, in the right. music that's how kendrick is as well kendrick isn't an mc he can mc and you heard him on the control verse do that and go at fucking everybody if you haven't heard it listen to no, it. i know yeah. control verse big sean was on that big sean even did great shit. But Kendrick's overall music, all, like he he's a part of the whole thing. Very similar to Tupac. Now, does he have the same influence as Tupac? I think he's starting to have that influence because people are listening to what he's saying. They're resonating with it. I like a lot of
1: grimy, like like grimy hip hop, like oh yeah. nasty rap. Like well, piano, if you want that, listen ghettoist. to listen,
2: listen to a dude named Jorner Lucas. I've, if, if I've you, if, if, if you, yeah, yeah, I think I was telling you about it He like, has a flow like Twister man. He fucking yeah. he goes, and there's grimy motherfuckers out there. Like I like Chief Keef, I do. <laughs> I like Chief Keef. You know, I got a theory though about the Chicago rappers, drill mm-hmm. rappers. Every time they kill somebody, a dread gets born. Because, dude, they grow dreads way too fast. Like, honestly, oh, like, I went down to Chicago, saw a dude with a fade like... No, well, my fade's fucked up. I need to get a haircut. <laughs> uh, but with a fucking haircut like mine, three weeks later... That nigga got the whole thing of dreads. And I was like, what happened? He's like, well, I killed like 15 people. I was like, ah, that's how you get. Every every shot they make, a dread just starts appearing (sighs) out of their fucking head. Because that's the only way that his fucking dreads grow so damn fast.
1: It's funny. They should call it it a drill rap. They should call it dread rap. Dude,
2: every one of them have dreads. Name, Name one rapper. That doesn't have a dread, drill right? Drill rapper, out of drill rapper that doesn't have dreads. Oh, those are, that white one. That's terrible. Fuck but that white one. Before, he can't uh, grow dreads. Before we <laughs> wow.
1: uh, white people can grow dreads. That's racialist. It's
2: hard. Before it's, uh, it, 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 it's kind
1: of nasty how they grow dreads. I'm about to grow some, so watch out. It'd be clean as a mug. But if you clean them, I'm cool up. with it. Before we wrap this uh, show up, bro. Um, UFC Fox 28's
0: going on yes on we're gonna Saturday. talk about MMA <laughs> yeah real quick man. <laughs> we haven't talked about MMA um, a lot.
1: UFC Fox 28 Saturday right yeah and uh it's a it's a really good card man I got a chance to speak with a couple of the fighters on the main card uh the uh one of the headliners there's Jeremy Stevens he's fighting Josh Emmett I spoke so with Josh Emmett just a couple days yeah, ago it's gonna
2: be on our next episode
1: yeah we're gonna put that up tonight it's a really really good uh really good conversation man but I like. I like, think Emmett's gonna win. If you're gonna watch that this weekend, it's on Big Fox too. Uh, I think Emmett is gonna beat Jeremy Stevens. Uh, I think we di- we differ on
2: that, right? Yeah, I'm on Jeremy, man. I, yeah. I, I'm just a, such a fan of Jeremy Stevens, mm. man. Like he's in the he's been in the UFC for a while, ten years. Yeah, ten he years. A he, he's a beast, and you know what's crazy? He's one of the older cats that was in that kind of, you know. Um, you know, there's generations. There's kind of like that He's Brock. He's been doing it
1: for a Yeah, that, that
2: Brock Lesnar generation, I'll say. We'll say the Brock Lesnar generation, right when they hit that bubble mm-hmm. and they were starting to really gain popularity. Like 2011? Yeah, 2011, 2010. He's one of those fighters who are left who are still evolving. Because if you go from the fighters from that time period. Yeah, he looks better now than he ever yeah, has. Yeah, if you yeah. go from fighters in that time period, you got fucking uh, Lo- uh, Machida, Rashad Evans, mm. Uh, a, a bunch of fighters, Nate Marquardt, the, Marquard, they never evolved, mm-hmm. they never evolved, they still doing this, Michita is still trying to fucking do goddamn crane kicks Well, I think a lot of that is too,
1: is if you look <laughs> at their ages, those guys are in their late 30s, early 40s,
2: Stevens is only 31 Well, even Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz was from that kind of bubble, mm-hmm. Nick Diaz was from that bubble, in that kind of age range ain't mm-hmm. fucking no offense, Nate Diaz, man, he had a great war with Connor, but besides that besides the michael uh, johnson fight he's hasn't evolved like his style you don't see kicks where now you're seeing stevens throw these kicks yeah. and his ground game is getting better his cardio is on a whole fucking other level even like, though stevens has been in the game for 10 years he's only
1: 31 so yeah. he's still young he uh, you mentioned his kicks man the the fight he just had with gilbert melendez he looked phenomenal he tore him up with kicks i just think emmett He's that new guy. He's that new, the next champion, I believe, at Team Alpha Male. He is a monster. He sounds ready. He's number four, and I think after his win this weekend, if he wins, which I think he will, man, he's right there for a title shot. Also, got to speak with Mike Perry. I, I spoke with him a while back. Well, um, you got to couldn't me. No, I couldn't get him back on the show for this one, but I did speak with him um, before his Thiago Alves fight. Before that fight got canceled, I spoke with him a while back. Um, but I did speak with his opponent. Just we just spoke Max with him a couple Griffin. weeks ago, or about la- we spoke with him last week. Max Payne Griffin. He's fighting Mike Perry. He's the first fight on the Fox card. Oh man, this is gonna be a war because Mike Perry is explosive. Oh,
2: and uh, I've been so excited about those two fights. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Claudia is on this fight.
1: Claudia
0: Gedalia is, is fighting Tisha this, Torres
2: on this that is card. On as that well. fight. That, yeah. that fucking on little pit bull of a girl man. Yeah.
0: Good way to oh. uh, to expose your fighters on Big Fox. Yeah, it's a, oh, it's yeah. a very yeah, good it's the, a
1: really solid Fox card and it's yeah. interesting because the UFC and Fox, their TV deal is up in the air. It's they're trying to negotiate. They don't know what's gonna go on. So it's we don't know if they're gonna if UFC is gonna be on Fox for much longer because their deal is done. So they're trying to work that out. Um, There's a lot of talk that they might, they're not going to end up on Fox. Who knows what will happen then? But real quickly, something we talked about on on the next episode, it's going to be out tonight. Uh, Did did you see that shit podcast episode eight? It'll be out tonight. Um, But we talk about this and actually just wrote a piece that'll be out on Combat Press. If they don't resign with Fox and the TV deal, they probably will do away the UFC with the rankings because the only reason why they brought the rankings in was to appease Fox. The UFC was against rankings for the longest time because of Pandora's box that it's opened up. I don't want to fight him. He's not ranked high. All that bullshit. It's, it's well, serious
2: bullshit. The reason why
1: Fox wanted it is so they can, you know, for the casual fan that doesn't know about sports, they could at least say, hey, Number four is fighting number two. That's sounds... you know everybody's very that. in your face too. You, that sounds you don't, very you don't, in your face, and yeah. you
2: don't get as much fun fights with the with the ranking system. That's true. Like there's there's a lot yeah. of fights that happened before. Like that would have never th- happened. Think about this: Frank Trigg versus Matt Hughes mm-hmm. twice. This should have never happened. No, BJ. Not. BJ Penn going up to welterweight to fate Matt Hughes. Even Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz. That never should yeah.
1: have. Well, that should that happened, but that that is an anomaly. That's a fight that would never happen if it was within the rankings. They did that yeah. without it. But to go to your point, we were talking about this on the show too. Chael Sonnen, Anderson Silva, never would have fucking happened. The first time they fought, Chael Sonnen beat his brains in for twenty four minutes. Anderson Silva caught a triangle choke with a minute to to go. To yeah. win, yeah, mm-hmm. that would have
2: never happened,
1: and if, we never it, would know? have
2: the bad guy, fucking American gangster jail Sonnen. So that's something to keep an eye. He out also might have right? never got busted for steroids. Yeah, so, you know
1: they might do away with these rankings if they don't. They don't and bust USADA, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. But to get back to the point, this weekend, man, Saturday, Josh Emmett, Jeremy Stevens going to be a great fight. And then Mike Perry, Max Griffin, super cool guy, Max Griffin. Uh, yeah. I got a chance to speak with him. I think he's ready for this fight. He's more technical. Mike Perry is going to go for the knockout. I think if it could, if Max could figure out a way to, to evade Perry's power or stay safe at least, if Max could figure out a way to get this fight into the third round, I think Max's technical ability could overwhelm Perry.
2: But I'm going to pick Perry in this fight. I'm picking him. Uh... Mainly because I I just like I like Mike Perry man I, I can't help it mm-hmm. I like Perry everybody likes Mike Perry I like pa- I like Perry's man <laughs> anybody anybody True. with the last name Perry I seem to be a fan of like <laughs> there was a heavyweight uh, they, Tyler no uh, Rose Namajunas is uh, <laughs> Tyler Perry. <laughs> he said Tyler Perry yeah hey, you got it Rose's uh, boyfriend. Heavyweight. That's, Matt, that's Barry. Matt. Oh, Barry. That's Pat, Pat. Barry. Pat, Pat Barry. Barry. Same yeah. thing. They're all close to each other. Barry's They're all Barry's, related. They're all fucking related. Pat you Barry's know what? Barry's half black. Pat, Pat
1: Barry's a You ever hear genius. the story that he told real quick, man? He he was telling a story. Uh, I forget where, but he was telling a story about back in the day, uh, you know, when he was a bad alcoholic. He was yeah. telling the uh, story about when he was a bad alcoholic when he was training at uh, Rufus Sport. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. He was training at um, Lesnar's Camp. Yeah. In uh, Minnesota. Yeah. And he said, you know, and, and Pat Berry is about your complexion. He's very light skinned. Yeah. But he, when he was telling the story, he's like, you got to remember when I went to this bar in Minnesota, I'm the darkest nigger around.
2: <laughs> I was like, and
1: I would just saying, I'm like, that's so funny because Pat Berry is a guy that if I saw on the street, again, I don't think of him as a black guy at all. I don't think of him as see, any color. I I, just, he's just a dude. You I, know what I mean? I know this my own color. kind. color. I know it's yeah, my own cat, I but then I get confused. I think like, they're people. I, I don't see color like that. But my point is, it's crazy because he he. He's, it's so weird because people do see someone like you and they think they think, oh fucking black guy, it's just what an ignorant fucking mindset you could have. You well, know, here's like, my mindset. You in
2: 2018, really? Canelo is definitely. Uh, I think he's Irish. He's I honestly Mexican. think he's yeah, Irish. He not, not he's, not he's not fucking uh,
1: Mexican. No, he's not Mexican. He just did a DNA thing. It just came back. Uh, <laughs> is he
2: Irish?
0: <laughs> is he fucking Irish? Bro, you're going to throw off a lot of people that are watching. I'm just it. kidding. <laughs> you got Trust motherfuckers me. on
2: here just like, yo, he fucking lied. <laughs> Trust, me, Trust me, I'm a liar. Trust me, I'm a liar. Yeah, dude. <laughs> interpret it however you want. You can but fucking interpret Yeah,
0: fucking Canelo, he, I mean...
2: He lost to triple G. We talked about that earlier. Mm, did he? Yeah, that was Giddy. Yeah, that uh, was a loss. I don't think, I don't he think did. so. I that was he a did. fucking
0: I've, loss. I've talked to many people that are really involved in boxing, and they all say that Canelo won. Really? There's yeah. only
1: we've talked about this. There's only one way to truly judge a fight, and
0: that's what the sound off. You got to turn the sound off.
2: That's how I watched the second yeah. time. And I, was watching, I, I was watching it on the fucking elliptical at the gym. You got to turn the sound off and just you,
1: preferably in a, just a room by yourself and just boom. And that's how, in my opinion, you could judge a fight.
2: You can't take the whole first two minutes of a round off and then come on at the last minute and think that you can win, win that round. That's bullshit.
0: But here's the thing. I mean, it's not like he did that in every single round. He
2: did that in majority oh, of the right. rounds. I can give him the last round. I don't That's think the only round me. I could truly say solidly. Taking a round can.
1: off is a little harsh for what he was doing.
0: He was I mean, he was putting a clinic against I think against w- Triple G. He I got s- caught. I'm not oh, saying that. Oh, he's going to
2: win the rematch. He's going to win the oh, rematch. Yeah. Think, that we agree on for I sure. I think what he did He's going to knock him out.
1: I don't think he didn't I don't think he didn't do anything for two minutes. I think he was employing a strategy that was, let this guy burn, burn his load because Triple G has a tendency to come out aggressive. Yeah. Let this guy do his thing and halfway through the round or so, then I'll come on and I'll turn it on. So I don't think there was anything wrong with with that strategy. The problem is... You can't win a decision. And Brendan Schaub said this before the fight. He called it. He said, listen, he's going to have to kill him because if he doesn't beat him decisively, like put him out, knock him out, the judges are never going to score for him there. And he was right, man. He was right because if it's that close, they're going to give it to him. Just like Mayweather, if if the counter fight with Mayweather would have went the distance and it was fairly close, even though I don't believe it was, but some people
2: do. You can say he there, won four rounds, there, but you there's can also no say Floyd w- gave them to him.
1: There's no, Floyd would have never lost a
2: fight in Vegas because no. he's
1: made them, you know, it's so too much bullshit goes, F- goes into F- it.
2: The Floyd fight, you yeah. can easily say that Floyd gave him the first four rounds. The, here's my problem with boxing and with boxing fighters in general is that they, they want to make it the sweet science so much than rather what the fuck it is. It's two guys going into a ring and fighting go out there and fucking fight. Mm-hmm. You know, who gives a fuck about records cuz this is why I love MMA. A guy can lose and still become a champion. Mm-hmm. A guy can have 11 losses on his goddamn record and still be one of the greatest of all time. It can fucking happen. You know, you it's I don't think it can anymore. But you're right, though. It, that, it has that up was, until this point. That, that was the beautiful thing about MMA is that right. no one gave a fuck about the records. And I the, fear we're losing that, though. Yeah, because of this fucking ranking system. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened in goddamn boxing. Mm-hmm. These guys go out there and they fucking pussyfoot around and they're scared to lose. Muhammad Ali had losses, but you know why he's the greatest? Because he went up and fucking fought Joe Frazier. I don't think he He, I think he is one of the greatest. Absolutely. He's one of the greatest. What? You prefer Mike Tyson, right? Mike Tyson was a scary motherfucker. In his his heyday, oh my God. If they were to both
1: fight in their prime, that's, uh, yeah, I'm towards him. But I think Marciano, I think Rocky, Marciano, I I probably go him.
2: I don't count any sports uh, activities until every sport was integrated. It's not fair to sit there and call someone the greatest before Jose swam across the goddamn ocean and threw (laughs) a changeup at you. (laughs) Like, honestly, uh, I have this theory. Marciano fought black guys. Yeah, but. Like, no one was really true. That's why Babe Ruth, though, I don't think he was. No, no, I don't think he's a great. I don't think any basketball player, when they're like, Bill Russell won 11 rings. I was like, that was before LeBron James screamed in your face as he somehow jumped over 14 people. There's only one white guy that you could put in the top five, and that's Larry Bird. John
1: Stockton. I love John Stockton. John Stockton. But I can't put him in a top five of all time. I can. Love him. Love him. I think if I'm building. Oh, top five of all time? No. Yeah. Sorry. No, top five point guards, he makes my list. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. But no, not top five all time. So here's my theory. Larry Bird would be the only white guy. I think yeah,
2: he would. Uh, so here's my theory on shit. It is because of slavery, we accidentally made superhumans. We, no, that's not a theory. That's 100% There's That's a 100% fucking
1: fact. The way it worked is like this. If you and I both were slave owners, and uh, I had I a really that strong man, that. and you had a really strong female, we would breed the best with the best, And right? then we made them work out so 24-7. For, for, thousand,
2: out. for hundreds and years of, of doing this, we
1: created super athletes.
2: And then, then Hitler was at the fucking goddamn Olympics going, so, yes. we have the perfect people. And mm. then Jesse Owens <laughs> is like, no you don't no, no you don't and it's just running. <laughs> this is actually funny this is true there is actually a lot of half black people in germany and it's from the olympics Really? because after that
0: there's a lot of soccer yep hitler so, really Hit, yeah. yeah
2: hitler was just like send the prettiest white bitches in there and sleep with all the big dick black dudes wow and they they fucking went to the olympic city found the strongest black dudes they could and were just like we need to make some of them, and that's why you got them. Because I didn't know that. If you take a it's look, crazy. them have look. black jeans come in handy. Because look at Blake Griffin, oh, that big ass motherfucker just no. Yeah, man. Anytime I watch, so I watch basketball. Black
1: people have an extra bone in their body,
2: in their foot, that allows them to actually jump higher. I don't know if that's
1: proven. No, I made that up. Dude. Okay. <laughs> what the
0: fuck? No, no. But I don't know if that's proven.
1: He I don't says. know if that's
2: proven. <laughs> of course, it's not. I don't Christ. know if, you, if there's some shit because I'm like, shit, do I, did I not get that bone in my genetics? He's like, makes Fuck, sense. It that makes sense. sense. He's taking
0: off his shoe over here. <laughs> oh. Fucking
2: like, no. I knew I had an extra bone, motherfucker. Uh, uh, no, but if you fucking see this shit, man, like I fucking I watch basketball with the sound off because anytime they dunk I, I, in my mind I think I hear him yelling Just <laughs> 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 Basketball
1: I have to watch With the sound on No watch it with the sound uh, off you you scoring
2: will, you will You're scoring laugh. it You're scoring yourself No you'll just I laugh know if that was a No no I make the sound effects That's why <laughs> <laughs> I get high And I make the sound <laughs> 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 what,
0: what, what is Schwarzenegger playing Yeah what? that's what it sounds Like, like look The take, Austria take team Take away the the su- yeah. Take away
2: the, te- the sound And then just watch them dunk and they're screaming while they dunk, and I guarantee, from now on, you'll just hear. Well, you know, well, what, I want to
1: try it right now. Yeah, know, to, Lebron James. You know what? I heard a ton of, especially for my one friend Lewis. Shout out to Lewis. Uh, I used to hear a ton, obviously, because my last name is Strauss, right? So mm. I would hear
2: Strauss get to the chopper. I would hear that shit so often, man. Fucking. Goddamn Arnold is a goddamn American hero. Fucking hilarious. He's an American hero. Yeah, Bill he's, Berger,
0: a, he's an American hero that isn't even fucking American. That's Bilber, he's a G, and his kid looks yeah.
2: just like him. Bill Burr like had, the, had the best bit about him. I don't remember it. Uh, Bill Burr had a bit about how he's a fucking great man. At best, Arnold Schwarzenegger should have been unpacking trucks in Austria somewhere. But that man dared to dream, and he's like, you know what I'm going to become? I'm going to become famous for working out. And he fucking did it. He sure and did. then he, he's like, you know what? I'm going to go to America and become the biggest movie star. Don't even speak the fucking language. And he fucking did it. Then he goes, yeah. you know what? I'm going to marry into the royalty. And he married a fucking Kennedy. He and did. then he, and then on top of that, he's like, you know what? Mm. I'm going to become the fucking governor. And he became the goddamn governor. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker from Austria. Didn't go to, didn't even go to high school, I don't think. No, I don't think so. I don't know. Just lifted wow. boulders and just like, I'm the governor. And then, and, and then the bit, you know, what was beautiful about the bit, he goes, and we're mad at him for thinking he could fuck his maid <laughs> and get away with it. That's like, that's a fucking layup, which is true. Mm. Like, that is a fucking, with all the shit that man has accomplished, everything cards stacked against him, he would never be anything he's accomplished a lot, man. To think that he was sitting there going like, oh, I could fuck the maid and get I, away with this. You know, like, I respect the dude, and, and I actually
1: enjoy a lot of his movies, too. I know I he's not a great... I love his movies. And, and
2: going back to what I said about how I'm real critical,
1: I know he's not a great actor, but no. there's some, some movies that fucking. harken back to my childhood. They remind me of being young and watching you know him, what? and I dig that. But, dude, I want to thank you for having us on, bro. Yeah, yeah. for
0: sure. You guys got to get going. Oh, gotta yeah, you got go. to do, right? gotta well, up, gotta we gotta go. Got to pick up the daughter, exactly. you know, from Oh, my God. like, Dad, yeah, she's Dad. Be like, I was <laughs>
1: yeah, when I was your age, no. don't they have I buses know. anymore?" Yeah, they do, but I don't, I don't let my kids ride buses.
2: A lot of bullying happens on buses. So. That's where you yeah. fucking learn life it skills. Oh, well, that's true. Yo, oh, I yeah. got jumped on a bus. That's when I learned some shit about my. That's the pecking order. Whoever <laughs> sits in the back. Those are the fucker. Those are the motherfuckers yeah. of that goddamn bus. That's where I was. Yeah, that's where you For sit. Sure. Yeah, follow me on social media, man. Uh, AKA
1: strauss Twenty One on Instagram, on uh, Twitter, and then of course uh, our YouTube channel is. Did you see that shit? It's actually uh, under Missing Time Productions, but you could find all of our content on there, uh, not just the Did You See That Shit podcast, but everything. Go to Did You See That Shit You could also find it on YouTube, yeah. Stitcher. Uh, We're going to be on iTunes very soon. Uh, Google Play, pretty much anywhere. Just type in, did you see that shit? Again, aka Strauss21, did you see that shit? D-Y-S-T-S underscore between those. Do all that stuff, guys. And then this man has a couple things, too.
2: So you can find me everywhere at Apollo Taj Mahal. Taj is spelled T-A-J-E Mahal, M-A-H-A-L. I don't know why I have an E at the end, but it's because my mom couldn't spell. Uh, And then Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Apollo T Mahal. Um, You know, Guys, uh, my fucking show. I came up here to promote some shit. My show got goddamn canceled. That's the way the world fucking works sometimes. What, what show? The fucking show I had for tomorrow got fucking canceled.
0: Well, got well, canceled. Was, yeah, yeah, why was it?
2: Why it was some shit with the venue, and it's just last minute. They're like, yo, oh, really? we gotta cancel it. So uh, it's probably moved to a different date. But I will have some more shit coming up. Uh, go, you know, it'll always be on my Twitter, always be on my Instagram, and uh, you know, I'll we'll be f- back on here. Yeah, we'll fucking do some more shit. Next time we have a show. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I for need sure. to you know what? After I'm done since I've been done with school, I'm getting back at this shit. Fuck Don't you, call to come back. I've been <laughs> here for years. LL Cool J. That's yeah. true.
0: Wow, that makes a lot of sense.
2: All right, yeah, ladies and
0: gentlemen. Uh this will fine. be up. Yeah, for sure. We're talking about fucking comedy. Everything awesome. but MMA, right? We'll <laughs> we'll talk a little bit. <laughs> well, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just like five minutes. This is a lifestyle but, yeah, brand. <laughs> either way, it is what it is. This will be up on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Alex Perez Podcast on iTunes as well. Uh, what and else? YouTube. What else? What else? Oh, but yeah, mind YouTube if you're watching this. Um, what else? That's it. That's pretty much That's it, right? It. Yeah, it. I don't have much else to say. Yeah, flicking off the camera. Look into the v- Look in <laughs> Vimeo. Look in the Vimeo. Into Vimeo. Telling you. Look YouTube, you <laughs> didn't. Oh, you didn't hear that. You didn't. We don't promote YouTube. anything. They have commercials yeah. on Vimeo for YouTube. It's cool. It's fine. Oh, okay. You're so then, it's yeah, whatever. It it's is what like, they're it is. gonna take you down. Oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, take care. Thank you. And. Goodbye. It's an awesome picture, by the way. Who yeah. Printed that? Was it up. A.K.A. Strauss 21. <laughs> Good shit, bro. Have fun. This has been a presentation of AP98. For more information, visit ap98.co.